0: You can find it on the Prop G pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hi, I'm Bill's defensive end, Greg Russo, and you're listening to Nate and the Fellas on Circling the Wagons podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings podcast network. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills!
2: Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times, here's your host and lifelong Bills fan,
3: Nate. The Buffalo Bills lose a very offensively uninspiring game to the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville, 9-6 this Sunday afternoon. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this recap episode of Circling the Wagons, Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and we are recording from the DeLago Casino and Resort in Waterloo, New York. We came stopped by over at the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago and was hoping that we would uh, witness a blowout victory (laughs) uh, from the Buffalo Bills over the Jacksonville Jaguars, and that was not the case at all. We are going to discuss that game in depth. Uh, in this podcast episode, we're going to have some fun with it. Uh, it's going to be, hopefully, a more jovial than slam your head up against the screen sort of uh, recap. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a fun time. We're going to go over our thoughts on the game, some stats of the game, our sweet sassy molassie plays of the game, uh, and our wall of famers and wall of shamers with some help from uh, our followers on Twitter. So I'm joined by my co-hosts, John and Mike, and for this special episode... We have uh, voiceover Nick in to the episode first. I'll start off with you, Nick. I wel- welcome. It's been a, it's been a few months since we've had you on, and welcome to this recap episode.
2: Yeah, it's been real great
3: experience <laughs> that you had me on for this one. <laughs> Thanks. I'd argue that the reason why they lost is because we had you here. <laughs> I can't dispute that at this point. <laughs> I'm also joined by my co-hosts John and Mike, uh, and I guess I guess I'll go into it like this. Um, this was, you know what, this actually just, just came to me just now was that this game was as inspiring as the last time the Bills played the Jaguars in the playoffs. And the Bills couldn't do anything offensively with Tyrod as their quarterback. And the Jaguars did just enough where they just had one more play than the Buffalo Bills and they scored. And, uh, and that was it. And that, that was the game. And here we are three years later and, uh, it doesn't feel a whole lot different. Obviously, the Bills have a better quarterback. They're in a better situation as a franchise, but this was a very underwhelming game for the Buffalo Bills, uh, especially on offense. I thought the Bills left a lot on the table. The offensive line was uh, atrocious trying to d- protect Josh Allen. Um, I don't. I I somewhat swear while I watched the game. Uh, I swore a lot. Today, uh, watching the replays and watching guys just go completely unblocked to Josh Allen. Um, penalties hurt. Injuries hurt. Uh, the Bills defense, I thought, did a pretty good job considering just holding the Jaguars to nine points all game long. Um, the only thing they were missing was a few takeaways, maybe a taint interception for a touchdown, something they're missing. Uh, but uh, just just an awfully, uh, just a rough game to watch as a Bills fan. And one that you thought that they might pull out at the end, and then they just didn't. So I'll start off with uh, with with Nick actually uh, with this one. I mean, does it pretty much sum up your thoughts on the game and, uh, and and what were your thoughts in general?
2: It was it was just disappointing all the way around. I think the the bigger question is is this endemic of what the offense is going to be because they've been terrible in the red zone this year and it's you know is this because teams have figured out how to play the Patrick Mahomes and the Josh Allens of the league and so now that's the playbook that everybody's using which seems to be pretty successful or is this just we're not clicking the way we should be clicking obviously the offensive line gave Allen very little opportunity so that's very clearly a problem but still even when they were healthy in, in past weeks we're not getting gotten not getting the points. Yeah. That we should be getting that we saw. So it's it's very clear the defense is doing well. They're doing their part. So it's uh, they need some help.
3: Yeah, I mean I put this on the offensive line. I mean Dable's play calling. Um, you know they were throwing the ball a lot, but they just did. either the plays that they were running just Josh Allen just didn't have enough time to actually execute them or what. But it was it felt like this one in six Jaguars team coming into the game had the Bills number before they even uh, got on the field. Uh, John, I mean I'll go with you. Next, I mean, is that kind of how you saw the game
4: as well? Yeah, I just wanted to point out that Nate did not sit on the floor once during the entirety of the game. I did not.
3: I did not sit on the floor of the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago's uh carpet. I thought about it. Um we were put a lot we put in a lot of bets today. And what's funny is uh almost none of our bets hit. So like it's kind of been like a great day for us all around. <laughs> this has been a fantastic, absolutely amazing day. <laughs> <laughs> for this for the CTW guys, the circling the wagons guys. So uh Mike, you know, we we're talking about all the things going on with the Bills offense, lackluster day in general. Um, is there anything that comes to mind when you think about that? Anything else you'd like to add? Is it time for the farmer and the uh is it time for the farmer parable? <laughs> or is this just another this it's just a loss. Even good teams lose. What's the farmer's
5: parable? Oh, oh. Mike has something for you. I, I feel. Like didn't we think the Jaguars were it was going to be a blowout? Bills were going to win by fourteen and a half anyway. Yeah, the Bills. Like, were, this seems kind of a revisionist history. Like, oh, the Jags always play the Bills tough, and uh, like I, I thought the Jaguars were the worst team in the league. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. the Bills were the best. Yeah, yeah. Was what that happened? The, isn't that really going in like that's. Disappoint. Disappoint. Like The positive I take out of today is like, oh, it feels kind of nostalgic. This is the Bills of our childhood. One last chance to relive it. <laughs> I, don't to relive
3: b- Bowl, <laughs> I don't want to relive it. Before the Super Bowl, John.
5: I don't want to relive this, Bills.
3: <laughs> we'll enjoy Rel- it all the more. Just in case you guys forgot what the drought Bills were like,
4: here's a reminder today now. Well, maybe we'll enjoy it next year because this is certainly not the year. <laughs> John. We're
5: four weeks away from beating – Kansas City, who we thought at the time was the best team in the league in prime time. So four weeks from now, who knows? It feels like you're throwing in the towel a little early on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we get some <laughs> offensive linemen, I don't know where, but off the street. We'll we won't, we pass the trade deadline. So we, it
3: won't be in a trade.
2: <laughs> that's for sure. Well, they can't be worse if they find them on I, the street.
3: I know. No kidding. Dude, there was, there was times, like I said, I don't normally swear at the TV, and there was a time where I watched a replay of Darrell Williams just like not even realizing he should block someone, and this guy coming straight towards Josh Allen, and thank God Josh Allen is the magician he is back there because he dodged a free rusher. But I was just like, what is th- what is this offensive line? Is this the biggest Achilles heel on this team? I mean, I can't think of a bigger... I, I mean, the Bills' pass rush on defense was kind of lackluster, but it was nothing compared to the ineptitude of the Bills' offensive line, and it was just... It was, it was frustrating to say the least because I think Josh was doing what he could with what he had, and let's get let's get okay let's let's start with Josh Allen fire emoji rating for Josh Allen's performance today. Before I even go into the stats, he didn't have bad stats whatsoever. Just know that. Um, what would you give out of five, Nick? Five
2: fire emoji rating. He was a solid three dumpster fire. <laughs> three dumpster fire
5: didn't like it, huh?
2: Uh, no, he, he actually was okay. I mean, it, he again, he had ball, no protection. turned the
5: ball over three times.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but you, you can't blame, like you say, you can't blame it all on him when you have zero protection. I mean, it's not like these guys are Pee Wee League coming after him. It's like these are still NFL players coming after you. So going unchecked adds a little bit level of difficulty to things. Uh, so yeah, two. I'll go two because I don't think it's all his fault. Uh, again, I think you go back to play calling you go back to a lot of different things that that could have gone differently but uh but the offensive line has to take the take it on the chin for this one absolutely
3: absolutely so two from Nick
5: John, how many out of five for you
4: yeah, I agree i two was what I was gonna say agree well i I'm
5: gonna go one I think it's the worst game that he's played that I can recall I mean certainly since his rookie year, I think the story like uh not for the Bills fans, but the other Josh Allen, right? Star linebacker. <laughs> like, that's the story coming out of the game. He intercepted a pass, had a sack, recovered a fumble, like a career day for him. Unfortunately for us. Do you think he got sick of that Josh Allen versus Josh Allen talk? <laughs>
3: I kind of wish our Josh Allen got sick of that Josh Allen versus. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a, I was going to give him two and a half fire emojis, honestly. I, so I was way above all, everyone else. I thought someone was going to
4: give him at least three, three and a half. So two and a half, so like it's a 10 scale then? So why don't we just do one through 10 if you're going to do halves?
3: Because uh, <laughs> uh, this is my fire emoji reading.
4: Can we do it out of 100? Because I like to really dial in how.
2: You
3: know, I want to do it out of 224,000. So I would give him 112,000 on that one. <laughs> <laughs> emoji rating. John, jeez, John's John's angry after the Bills loss. Um, no, I I I didn't think it was all his fault. That's the only reason I wasn't gonna give him a one or a two like you guys did. Um, because I thought he did as good as he could with what he had. And there wasn't a whole lot in his way. There was penalties on the Bills side of the ball. Nonstop. I'm pretty sure I
2: said that and you goaded me into lowering my, my score. Did you say two and a half? I said no, three. Said two. Did you say three? Yeah. Oh. And you said, Oh, really? Really? <laughs> Well, you got You just got to stick with your conviction. I mean, then I you then you convinced me that I was that I was high. Now you're coming back, going, no, oh, he was actually pretty good. You were you were you were one half one half fire emoji. Too it's high. It's really a wonder we didn't win
3: more bets. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, what's bad when you think your betting strategy has got to be like I just need to go against everything that I thought I would bet on. But next time, next time we'll get them. We had one lock the first time we came here. We did really well on a parlay, and uh, and I'll have to check the parlays after our recording. But I don't think we uh, didn't think we did so well on them. But we'll see, we'll see. Lots of games left to be played. So um, let's go into our stats of the game. Stats of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Start with the
2: Bills' side of the ball. Before we get into that, though, I think it, it you know coming interesting to see like the, from the first play of the game, Jacksonville was heated. Like you had that whole incident with with White with Trey White, and then that came back through, and you had the uh, the, the counter attack. But it's very clear that they were coming out and playing rough and playing hard. Uh, so it's like they had a chip on their shoulders that they wanted to to avenge, or just say we beat the Bills because now Bill the Bills are the target of the league. So to to beat them is a you know a check on your shirt of of accomplishment. So I don't know. It's just it was just interesting to see that you know right off that first play of the game, you're like, oh, this isn't gonna be easy
3: mm-hmm. yeah that, that's a really good point nick I, I wonder if you we get do we get jacksonville's best because because they're playing against the buffalo bills and the buffalo bills are supposedly super bowl contenders or is it just uh that they, they didn't want to go one and seven like they were just tired at home they're like we can beat. i mean either way whatever it was it worked but i'm just curious and at, at, at what really like you said they they came out with their hair on fire and um you got to be curious as to why. What was the motivating factor? Because we don't see them very often. It's like there's a rivalry between the Bills and the Jaguars. Just They're just somewhat on the schedule for us,
2: at least. We but don't was, even learn their names. That's how little we respect them. <laughs> 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 oh, wait, the ones was Josh Allen. So it, know yeah. that one. I know Josh
3: Allen. I, I'm very familiar with Josh Allen of the Jaguars. Are you going to say something?
5: I <laughs> <laughs> was going to say, like, t- Nick... Uh, Allowed you to go through that whole intro that you did, and then like interrupted. The I, didn't stats, love I didn't want to ruin yeah. his flow.
3: <laughs> stats of the game, okay. What did? Where did I leave off? Stats of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Okay. Don't That's you funny.
5: think there should be some? And I've long thought this. <laughs> Before you interrupt me again, go ahead. <laughs> there should be some because a lot of human misery might be too too strong a word. A lot of human strife is caused by like maybe you're – somebody is on the phone, but you also want to talk to that person. So you uh, start to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the, that person gets super pissed at you because they're trying to listen to both. Yeah. Does that ever happen? Yeah. There should be some universal – like it happens to my parents all the time. If I'm with, with my parents and they're talking to my brother, like my mom will be talking cool. – and then my dad you know, my dad'll be like, Oh, let me talk to you and I'm like, I can't hear either. Like, there should be some universal signal, like we just saw with Nick and you, like to indicate you've got something to say. Like raising a hand? Maybe. Maybe. Like Maybe. a finger? Like a finger? Like
4: some universal John, any thoughts? Any ideas? Yeah, I mean, the hand-raising seems pretty natural. You're brought up, you know, to school to raise your hand, right, when you want to speak. I love it, yeah.
3: Your your parents, though, are definitely, I mean, all of our parents are definitely past the, the point of, like, raising Learning. their hand or <laughs> any sort of, like, general common decency at that age. They're just like, hey, tell him I said, what? <laughs> tell him I said, you come in here and tell them. Okay, all right, all right. Just calm down. I don't need to know, okay? Yeah. There, there should be something, some sort of.
5: Well, can we agree as a podcast? Yeah, yeah.
4: Our uh, a visual
3: would be better than like a snapping because that shows that you can hear that in the mic. So,
4: yeah, you could do it by smell. I could fart, you know.
3: Oh yeah, well that's that's next level. So let's say that until the other one doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> let's until try, let's try then. raising. <laughs> visual, then maybe go to audible before we go to. Uh... All right,
5: we'll try
4: the hand raising. <laughs>
3: I feel like the snapping would be
5: enraging.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm already my blood pressure's already <laughs> just thinking of it. So <laughs> all right, stats of the game. <laughs> stats I'm gonna go stats of the game, bro. And then John's gonna go actually
5: <laughs>
3: or he'll just uh fart so he can get his word in. All right. Josh Allen 31 for 47, 264 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Josh Allen on the day because I can't do that math in my head real quick. 66 percent completion percentage didn't have a terrible game. We mentioned earlier, leading rusher for the Buffalo Bills is Josh Allen. Five
5: carries, 50 yards. Do you think he got away with that last? Uh, I would say fumble. The Might get some pushback from from the, the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> but it looked like a fumble. If uh, I guess they called uh, a whistle had blown. Yep. Progress stopped. Is that what they called it? Because.
4: It was That's the only way it makes sense for them not to call it a fumble. Because it
3: looked like a fumble, right? Like we can all be completely honest, it looked like a fumble to me. Um it's, yeah.
5: it felt like they got away
3: with it. They got one. away with yeah. one. Well, thank God they got away with it because it ended up helping them so much. It's like you know, that's like we as much as we want to complain, and I'm sure we'll complain a little bit about the refs in this podcast, um that was one that they saved them on. And it was reviewed. The Jaguars called it timeout so it could be reviewed, and where'd it go from there? Nowhere. So Uh, Yeah, absolutely got lucky on that one for sure. Uh, By the way, and what's crazy is they showed multiple replay angles of that one, but like any other time that there's a a penalty or anything like there's a questionable call against the Buffalo Bills, no replays whatsoever. It's just like, well, that's just the way it is. Okay, I guess just blindly trust that the NFL was doing their job officiating. (laughs) We all know what CBS stands for. All right, Josh Allen was the leading rusher for the Buffalo Bills. Five carries, 50 yards. You don't know what it means? Oh, you guys, I've, I've said this before in the podcast. You just didn't listen. It's camp broadcast shit. So <laughs> CBS, camp broadcast. Okay. It's an acronym. Um, Thanks. <laughs> Devin Singletary was the next leading rusher for the Buffalo Bills. Six carries on 16 yards, 2.7 yards per carry. Zach Moss, three carries, six yards, two yards per carry. Just the Bills running backs couldn't do anything today. So if we want to – They're so well-known to be doing all sorts of things. <laughs> but today was today. the day they really – They were – so we, we were talking about the Bills uh, offensive line not being able to protect Josh Allen. They could not make any running holes, running lanes for this – for their running backs whatsoever. And they only ran the ball nine times with the running backs. So we always talk about like, you know, the Bills should pass more, like, like – just throw away the running game. If it doesn't work out right, you just gotta throw the ball. Well, that's what they did, and it didn't even matter. <laughs> they couldn't.
2: They couldn't do anything today. Well, the play action calls from, you know, the fake handoffs that could have actually resulted in a decent, at least one run for sure would have been a been, would have been a nice add to our our cap there. But uh, you know, there's a lot of those. Josh likes to keep it a lot.
3: He likes to keep it a lot. It was. It's like a. I think it's called a zone read. People that are, that know this are probably banging their, banging their, uh, their dashboards or whatever. Like, no, it's an RPO or whatever, whatever it is. Anyway, it's where he can either keep the ball or give it to the running back. And like you said, there was a fourth, was it third down or fourth down? It was like a third and two or something. And if Josh had just given it to Zach Moss or Devin Singletary, whoever it was at the time, they would have gotten the first down. Instead, Josh kept the ball and got sacked, (laughs) immediately dropped behind the line of scrimmage.
4: Yeah, like a split second, make that decision, though. Like, that's not an easy decision. It's what you get paid the big bucks for. (laughs) I don't, I'm not saying it's an easy decision. It was just the wrong decision. Most of the time, he gets it right.
3: Uh, yes, yes. Yes. Yes, he, he usually does. Yeah. Yeah. This was one of those games that you couldn't get it wrong. You know, we talk about red zone efficiency and all that stuff. It's like, ah, well, it didn't matter. The Bills had 35 points or 42 points or whatever on a, on a, Game like this, man. Red zone efficiency matters so much more, so much more. Um, the little mistakes matter so much more. Um, leading receiver for the Buffalo Bills, Stephon Diggs, six receptions on eight targets for eighty-five yards. Man, it did not feel like Stephon Diggs was the leading receiver for the Buffalo Bills, did it? No, no. He completed a pass to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight different or seven different receivers. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, the next leading receiver, four receptions on eight targets for 65 yards. Devin Singletary was the next leading receiver, seven receptions on eight targets for 43 yards. Bill's trying to get the uh, the running backs involved. Now, we mentioned, uh, Mike mentioned three turnovers for Josh Allen. We mentioned two interceptions. He did have uh, a fumble for a loss. Uh, Tommy Sweeney had a fumble. Luckily, that ball went out of bounds and uh yeah on the defensive side of the ball uh we have Tredavious White with half a sack today uh Mario Addison with a sack AJ Abanefsa with half a sack so we had uh we had no INTs on the defensive side of the ball Bills bills just not turning the ball over a lot in this game on the defensive side of the ball let's go over to the Jaguars side of the ball Trevor Lawrence rookie Trevor Lawrence 15 for 26 for 118 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. He went out with that injury right before half, and then he came back out before half? Yeah, before halftime and and, uh, was there. So then Carlos Hyde is leading rusher for the the Jacksonville Jaguars, 21 carries for 67 yards, no touchdowns. There were no touchdowns scored today. Um, Dan Arnold, tight end Dan Arnold was leading – Receiver for the Jaguars. Four receptions on seven targets for sixty yards. And that's all she wrote there. So let's see if there's A. G. Epinesa tallied his first sack of the year today. Which I thought I could have sworn he had one earlier against the uh the Dolphins, but I guess Tua got it out earlier this year. So um yeah, yeah, lots of injuries. Zach Moss had an injury today. Uh, Jaquan Johnson had an injury, didn't come back. Taron Johnson got an injury, a head injury, didn't come back. Um, Yeah, it's a rough game for the Bills uh, injury-wise today. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. After we come back, we're going to do our sweet, sassy, molasses plays of the game and our wall of famers and wall of shamers, so stick around.
0: (laughs) You can find it on the PropG pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that learn more at marines.com
3: all right welcome back to circling the wagons a buffalo rumblings podcast this is our recap edition thank you guys so much for joining us and let's talk about our sweet sassy molassie plays of the game Sweet Sassy Melassie Plays the Game, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Uh, let's start with Nick. Do you want to go first again, man?
2: No? Okay. No, no, but okay. I will. <laughs> no, no. I'll have John go. I'll no, I've, I've committed now in my head that I, I feel like that uh, that first field goal <laughs> that Tyler Bass made. I really thought that was, a, that was a nice play.
3: Let's see. Which field goal was that? His 24-yard field goal? Or his forty one yard. That was the first one was a twenty four yard. Yeah, field, I like felt- the I
2: like the really short one.
3: <laughs> he did amazing. That was a great good job. form.
2: Right down the middle. Kick some ass, T Bass. Put some points on, the board. Some on mean, the board. I mean I think that's oh, yeah. his uh, that was that was a high point for the game.
3: <laughs> that was when you still had hope that the Bills were definitely going to win. Three to three? Okay. Yeah, we've we've seen that show before. <laughs> <laughs> two for two. I forgot to mention Tyler Bass two for two for day. Uh, today won a 24-yarder, a 41-yarder. Uh, Sweet Sassy Molassi play of the game. Uh, Nick has the first of two Tyler Bass field goals. I'll go Mike next. Mike, what did you have as your Sweet Sassy Molassi play of the game?
5: I'm looking for suggestions. I'd like it to be a scoring play, and that would leave it to – I can't think of anything of note on defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go with the second field goal. I I have a I
3: have a, a couple that I might go into John, maybe you give one and then Mike can decide out of the three of
5: us. Me, like the one we were all it seemed all excited when um is is the Jag's kicker named Wright when uh, Wright missed the third like that to me was one of the high points like like oh he's gonna make the second he'll make the first one no he missed it oh the second one oh he missed it and then the third one like yes it's meant to be um so like emotionally. I guess it wasn't like the Bills did well, anything. They well, wouldn't have gotten three chances with all of the penalties. So the Bills <laughs> right. did something on that end. Right. <laughs> um, it, it felt like a high point to me. I uh, felt like they were going to win. So I'll see the, the third miss. Yeah. That that was a good one. That was one of the ones I was going to choose. The, the
3: third miss. All three of the misses were pretty good, in my opinion, but you're like, he's not going to miss it for a third time. <laughs> there was a penalty back and forth, or it's just like, it was, it was as if the Bills were just trying to shoot themselves in the foot at some point, you know? Like they miss the, the Jaguars missed the first field goal and that it was a Buffalo Bills penalty, right? Is that what it was or something? Or it was a Jags penalty, and then it was a Bills penalty, and then there was a third one. He just missed right out, right?
2: And then after he missed that third time, Mike jumps out of his chair and says, so it is written.
3: <laughs> we were talking, you and me, Nick, we're like, why doesn't he start trying to aim right a little bit? He got further and further <laughs> <Yeah>. left. <laughs> he loved the left side of the uh, the, the goalpost. Uh, John, what about your sweet, sassy, molassie play the game? It's nice having four sweet, sassy, molassie plays the game. This is uh, this is done.
5: It's different.
4: Well, I hate to... You're going to reuse your, one? Crush your soul on this. But uh, it is possible to have a game in which there were no plays that were sweet, sassy, molassy in nature. Uh, okay. Only, you, if, you're, only you, if you're a quitter. Did you
3: feel like this is one of those games? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, I'm going to say, um, and maybe you don't agree with Mike's or, or Nick's or mine, but I thought the Levi, Levi Wallace fumble recovery in the second quarter was a big game, was a big play. Yeah. Um, the Bills, uh, or the, the Jaguars were going down, marching down the field. Um, they just had a 15 yard penalty against, uh, Tremaine Edmonds for roughing the passer. They were down to the Buffalo 20 yard line. And then Carlos Hyde, or, uh, yeah, Carlos Hyde went up the middle. Um, Jerry Hughes caused a fumble and it's recovered by Levi Wallace at the Bills 20. I mean, that was, that could have been a potentially game changing recovery if the Bills had ended up winning,
5: which, Bro, do you even recency bias? Like that was the second quarter. This is a second. It, w- it was a,
3: it was a big play. It stopped them from scoring. Could have been twelve to six, and it wasn't. It was nine to six. So, so hey, at least I gave one. It's not like cop out, John over here. <laughs> it's <was> like
4: <laughs> um, cop out. Like the, uh, Nick and Mike are picking field goals. <laughs> <laughs> I stand hey, by. I, pick, <laughs> I I stand by
3: Did you say. I stand by mine. Yeah. <laughs> the first field goal. Yeah, First, The most important one.
2: Um, to put them on the board. Broke the seal. Broke. <laughs> and then sealed it back up again. The second one <laughs> sealed, sealed it back up, up again. <laughs> there being the worst field goal.
3: <laughs> it opened the floodgate for scoring and it shut them right back down. <laughs> oh, man. Good point. All right. So the, the those were the sweet Sassy Blassie. Plays of the Game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Um, let's go into our Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers. Brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Let's start off with the wall of fame in today's game. John, do you – I'll start with you. I Do you have – Tyler Bass. Tyler Bass. I like it. I like it. See, you didn't have a problem with that one. See, there's still some good, even though the Bills lost. Tyler Bass, wall of fame on, the, on that one. Um One of the most underrated players on the Buffalo Bills roster, in my opinion. Um Mike, do you have uh, – uh, Same. Same. Same Tyler Bass as your Wall of Famer, yeah. They, it's it's hard to find someone on offense or defense, isn't it? <laughs> and you're not going to pick the punter because obvious reasons.
2: Um Nick, I'm going to go with a literal wall of TVs at the draft book kings. <laughs> <laughs> Sports book. It's it's, we, okay, it's, okay. We it's, sports book it's okay. It's okay. It's a
3: DraftKings sports book at Delaga. It's okay. I, I've said this a million times. You haven't. I, don't, don't don't beat
2: yourself up. It was still. It was an amazing wall of televisions that only gave me an epileptic seizure twice.
3: <laughs> Dude, that is that is like uh, – there's a lot going on. And what's crazy is like – what's awesome is they have the Red Zone channel on one and the huge TV on the left. So you're kind of like looking at that when you're not looking at the Bills game. And yeah, there's a lot of things. Go- you never are just
2: bored. <laughs> If you come here. It takes a lot of concentration to focus on the one game and then realize that it's happening three seconds earlier on the other screen. <laughs> there was a point where I was watching the one screen. I was like, yes! And you guys are like, what? The ball just snapped. <laughs> ball hasn't even snapped yet. It was that like, shift, they recovered it. <laughs> it was that shift in the line that really, really got you going. <laughs>
3: Uh, definitely if you're going to place bets here at the DraftKings Sportsbook, make sure it's before 1250 because we made the mistake of being like, oh, there's nobody in line. We can do it at 1250. People aren't quick bettors necessarily all the time. And we found out. So, uh, make your bets as soon as you can. Um, wall of fame. Uh, we got bass, bass in the, the amount of TVs at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago Lounge. Um, wall of TVs, the wall of TVs. It's just a wall of fame. Wall of fame. Oh, yes. Uh, I got to go with uh, Tyler Bass again, just the only one that contributed today. Um, it's not going to be as sexy as the wall of shame because that's going to be a fun thing to just talk about. But uh, let's let's just go into our wall of shame um, in today's game, and I'm just going to start off with this one. <clears throat> I'm just going to say that this this offensive line is just – it went from being like – Okay, last year was maybe at some points above average, but mostly okay. And this year, it's definitely plummeted, um, going from uh, okay to um, atrocious at some point. Um, just trying to protect Josh Allen, trying to create running lanes for running backs. Um, it's, whew, it's just you know what? It, it, here's here's a here's a visual for you. Whenever Josh Allen drops back to pass do you guys remember in game of Thrones when Jon Snow is just standing there and he's looking at the hordes of like horsemen and he just like gets out his sword and he's just like, yep. He's like, "Ah." and then, you know, you know, the rest is, is the show. But, um, that's how I feel like whenever Josh Allen drops back to pass is it's like, there's always one free rusher. And if not, he only has like a second and a half to throw the ball and, And I'm not sure if it's a matter of Dable being able to dial up some plays where he should be able to find receivers more quickly or it's just Josh isn't looking for them or all three. Uh, But the the turnstile offensive line is just so bothersome. It was bad last week against the Dolphins, but Josh Allen was able to overcome overcome that. This week he was not. And uh, again, the offensive line is just... It's just disappointing, and I don't, and it's not going to get better because the trade deadline is gone. And uh, and if the Bills make the postseason, which we all think they will, and if they play against a team with an, a great defensive line, I mean, or a great scheme, uh, the Bills will be bounced out in the first round. So um, I hate to think that far ahead, but I don't see it getting much better. So uh, <laughs> on that note, John, who do you have as your wall of shame in today's loss? Offensive line. Offensive line. Yep. I think, uh, I think you got it covered <laughs> on that five minute discussion. Uh, Nick, Nick, I'll go with you. Same.
2: Yeah, same I'll, I'll dogpile onto the offensive line. It was, it was interesting because a couple of weeks ago, you're, you're looking at the offensive line with, with Spencer Brown and, and, uh, Feliciano were in the mix and they looked so much better. So yeah. is it just the, the injuries that we have to overcome and get those guys back, back in the lineup or is it just a lost cause? Yeah. Um, hopefully
3: that's what it is. They need to come back. Spencer Brown needs to come back. Daryl Williams needs to kick inside because of how awful
5: he was at tackle today. Uh Mike, offensive line? I think I'm gonna go Brian Dable. Um No apparent halftime adjustments, right? Um they seemingly only run when everyone knows they're going to run. Yeah. Um and given the the problem with the offensive line, I didn't See any attempt to do quick passes? Right, was like hike the ball to Allen, hope for him to dodge one or two pass rushers while things develop downfield. Yeah, Um, just did not seem uh, like a recipe for success. And it kind of makes you wonder. At the end of last season, like Dable was a leading contender for a bunch of jobs. We were told, and it just seems. I don't know if that'll be the case of present I guess we don't have to worry about that anymore. I mean, darn it. Like, I was kind of hoping... It just seems like a stark contrast from uh, end of last year to today.
3: There's no way. I mean, this is just a talking point, but there's no way that the Bills fire Brian Dable after this season, right? Like, there's no way. If if the Bills end up getting bounced out of the playoffs or whatever, and it's because the defense puts up a a six-point game against another team, like there's no way that they get rid of Brian Dable, right? Like he's, he's a staple. He's here as long as the bills are, have Josh Allen, right? I mean, there's no way they fire him.
2: Yeah, there's no way. I I mean, mean, not this year. They all love him. All the players love him. Not this
3: year. Even if you get like another seat, the rest of the season where it's like they're winning 17 to 14 or when they are winning or they're losing. And it's because it's, I mean, we could easily say that um, every, so, so the Steelers and the Jaguars game, they were both lost because of the offense. The offense was what was holding those teams back. Uh Those the team back in those two games, Um the Titans, it was the defense. The defense couldn't stop <laughs> Derek Henry. They scored 34 points. That was not the case today. That wasn't the case against the Steelers. If we end up in the bills go, you know, let's say 12 and five and you look at the games and four out of those five games. And the reason why you're the bills lost is because of the offense, I mean, you don't Necessarily fire Brian Dable, but you start to think, hey, like, could we do better? Are we holding back Josh Allen by, or is it really truly the offensive line's fault? I mean, maybe there's no scheme or, or, uh, play calling that can help this offensive line when you have a good defensive pass rush. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. If anything, probably won't do anything, um, at the end of the season. I think he's here as long as he wants to be here. Uh, but you know, they fire coaches like three or four seasons
5: after they've won a Super Bowl. So, Maybe. Maybe the bills in the draft, right? It's just offensive lineman after offensive lineman, like they did oh, with the defense here. Yeah, that's what they should do with the first three picks:
3: <laughs> offensive lineman, guard, center, tackle. Boom, <laughs> whatever. Two guards, one center. Only 172 days until the draft. <laughs> Thank you for that, John. All right, we'll go into some of our tweets.
2: Is that accurate?
3: Yeah. <laughs> did you just do that math on on purpose? I was planning on saying that at some point. <laughs> uh that's good the bills are five and three where are you thinking about the draft <laughs> it's that time um after a big loss mike is it time for the farmer the parable it's not it's not right i don't think so <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> they lose one next week and then we'll break it out with, with the moral just being you never know right like i want to say you broke it out after the cardinals game last year no, it was a, the Titans yeah. game. It was it Titans game? No, no. It's was. It was a Titans game you broke it out. And you said, "Oh, maybe it's good, maybe it's not. Maybe it's good, maybe it's not. And then the Bills only lost one more game or one more yeah, one more game the rest of the season. So, that Titans game ended up being
4: well, it was a good thing that they uh that they lost that one, maybe in retrospect. Maybe it, maybe it is a wake-up call, right? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's just a big coincidence. <laughs>
2: So it is written.
5: (laughs) AJ
3: Tharp writes in, he says, Wall of Shame, that O-line headlined by Cody Ford. Is he getting worse? I think he's getting worse, (laughs) he writes. (laughs) He asked his question, and he answered it. Uh, Wall of Fame, the refs, they kept me on my toes all game. Was the penalty on the offense or the defense? Was a player on the field? (laughs) Trubisky had a flag. (laughs) Trubisky, someone had a flag. That's funny. Trubisky was obviously inactive for today's game with COVID. Uh, he caught COVID. Uh, I don't know if it was COVID or if he was just tired it, within close contact. It just <laughs> did. You have a virus or were you just you know a
2: little sleepy? <laughs> I think it was that should be that should be a record though that he got called for a penalty. and He wasn't even <laughs> that was number ten on the Bills offense. Uh,
3: Viva los Bills writes in. That stu- wall of shame, that stupid referee who was laughing while calling all those bills penalties. I wanted to punch his face on my TV screen. Also, the o- offensive line for sure. Did you guys see that? I kind
2: of missed that. The I guy laughing the whole time. I don't time. think I saw that. I do I do want to say, though, since they changed the pay scheme for the refs of uh, getting paid per flag, I really feel like the flags have really skyrocketed.
3: <laughs> Did they really do that? Are you just joking? <laughs> Uh, just Dr- okay okay Jeez, i'm like oh my god i missed that story how was it not the biggest it really, really set you back for a <laughs> <Jeez>. second <laughs> well that straight face too you're just like yeah you don't know you could have totally cad me the entire podcast i'd be like oh i didn't read that article um <laughs> wall of fame he writes a uh, big shout out to our whole defense hashtag bills mafia christy mccomber writes wall of shame peyton and eli <laughs> Peyton and Eli bringing up the, uh, the uh, what is it, the Manning cast curse? Is that what it's called, John? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she also writes the O-line again, Josh Allen, sad emoji, Dable, Cody Ford, and Wall of Fame, Josh Allen, oops, wrong team. I guess Diggs and McKenzie, if I have to pick. <laughs> and Bill's Mafia, looked like a game. In OP. Look like a game in OP. Definitely not a team that looks like a contender and makes me sad. Go Bills. Orchard Park? Oh yeah. Overt pain. Overt pain. <laughs> All those things. Charles Cancilla writes Wall of Shame, Bills O line. Wall of Fame, Tyler Bass. Only points, only players to score points. Uh Alan gets zero fire emojis. Oh Joe Charles. <laughs> oh zero fire emojis. He played very poor. The terrible O-line contributed to that a lot. Wow. Charles. Charles, straight fire with the no fire. Uh on that one. Yes. <laughs> I, I think I think he gets at least one. Okay, I'll say one. I okay. I, I, he wasn't like to Mike's point. I think he said this was one of his worst games as a professional, but I don't know if I put it all on him. Um, I think we really need to watch rookie Josh Allen, though, to appreciate how good even a bad game from Josh Allen in 2021 is. Private Joker 2003 writes, Wall of Shame, the offensive line has been bad all year and it shows its true colors whenever Allen isn't stellar. Wow, good point. Good point. And I say that because that was a point I was trying to make earlier. Uh, wall of Fame, the defense continues to play Super Bowl caliber football. And he writes, Through eight games, this team looks like a pretender. No victories against good teams and occasional lapses. Um, this is an amazing tweet because I don't know how you guys feel about the confidence of this team. But when he says this team looks like a pretender, I can't really disagree with him at all. I feel I felt more confident about the Buffalo Bills through eight games last season, even if they were five and two or five and three or six and two than I do with this team. I mean, are you guys This feels like this feels like a uh, you know, if, if you want to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs season collapsing, this just feels like a a, a light collapse. And I know the Bills are number one in, you know, offense, and defense, whatever, whatever, whatever. But the eye test just doesn't look great. Are you guys, I mean, besides today even, what do you guys, how do you guys feel about that? Um, and do you think he has a point there?
5: After today, I don't think you can look at the Bills schedule and say any game is a guaranteed win. Jets, Falcons. I mean, this is a soft spot, right? Miami it was supposed and to be. And then today, Jacksonville and the Jets next week. Like, we all had them going three and zero for those three games, and now it, it does make you question. Um, I, it's just one game. I think they're still a great team. They'll bounce back, but I, I don't have the confidence I, I once did. Uh, at one o'clock today. <laughs>
4: The the strange thing is this is largely the same team as it was last season. They didn't really lose anybody. They have both coordinators. They have, like, almost all the starters are back. Like, then they added, right, with, you know, the drafts and everything. So it's hard to wrap your mind around, you know, having some sort of fall-off compared to last year.
3: And if that's the case and there is fall-off, did everyone just get better and the Bills stay the same? Or are the Bills getting figured out,
5: especially on offense?
2: Right. Which is possible. Um, well, like would, I, you know, like I said earlier on, I think part of it is that uh, the early
5: whole, on in the podcast or earlier on to us both. <laughs> it, I, <laughs> I think
2: <laughs> I think over the years, uh, you know, the Bills essentially built the team to play Kansas City. And the whole league is, is building teams to, to play Kansas City, because the Patrick Mahomes. And I think Josh Allen is, you know, very similar in the regard. You've got Lamar Jackson, you've got Kyler Murray. You have these, these quarterbacks that can beat you by themselves. So, so I think the whole league is taking notice that there's ways of beating these guys. And, and clearly some of these teams have figured out how to do that for the Bills specifically, and even the Kansas City specifically, because they're not doing well either. Uh, so, so I think it is indicative of, of, the rest of the league catching up a little bit.
3: Which doesn't bode well for us. (laughs) Which
2: doesn't. Everyone
3: else is getting ahead, and we still haven't necessarily. So, like, we got ahead of the Chiefs. That's all well and good, but we still haven't figured out how to beat the Titans, uh, how to beat, you know, other teams with great defensive lines like the Steelers. I mean, we're figuring it all out. M writes in, she says, Wall of Fame, really struggling to find anyone. I don't think anyone besides Tyler Big Ball Bass. Wall of shame. The tears streaming down my face at the utter disappointment at this entire team, from coaching to the equipment managers. Complete loss for words. That's sad. I'm I was crying tonight. Burn on the equipment managers. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> equipment managers listening to this, like, hey, I I brought all the shoulder pads in. It wasn't my fault. Um. <laughs> I like if if you have a really good handle like this next guys um, I'll almost always read it even if the tweet's not that good Uh, but usually the tweets are pretty good and the handle is excellent the future Mr. Jennifer Garner writes in wall of fame the defensive line and special teams wall of shame the offensive line coach should be fired before they get on the plane (laughs) Allen has to play smarter and not make stupid turnovers Play calling is garbage. Pretty much everything regarding this offense was trash today. Now, the only reason I'm going to give Allen a pass in some of this is because he had to do everything. I know he's not supposed to make stupid turnovers, and I I completely get that, and he shouldn't have. But at the same time, he felt like he had to do everything because, listen, listen, I, I still have the stats pulled up. Hold on. These are the amount of yards... That uh, didn't include Josh Allen today. Okay, are you ready? Um, Twenty-one yards. Twenty-one yards today. After almost three hundred and thirty. <laughs> That—that's all that we're relied on by anyone that wasn't Josh Allen. So, as much as I want to say Josh Allen shouldn't make stupid, the the team should show up around him enough that he shouldn't have to feel like he has to play hero ball. You know, in his second season or first season, whatever it was. Um, He, he just, that was just the way he played no matter what, whether they were winning or losing this game. If, if Josh Allen wasn't going to make something happen, nothing was going to happen. Like the bills were a hundred percent going to lose if he just tried to play normal and didn't try to put the team on his back. And uh, this, what he did was the only way that they were going to win and they didn't, but um, I don't, I don't put that on him.
4: Yeah. He, he actually had to play hero ball this game. And even when he had time, the receivers weren't getting open either. So it's you know, it really, really is the whole offense.
3: Mm-hmm. And he had and he also made a few good plays too doing that. And you know those kind of get overshadowed because the drives couldn't get sustained. And yeah, <laughs> OBD writes. Uh Wall of Shame, Small Balls, Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, Brian Dable, the entire O line and the junior varsity running backs room.
2: <laughs> wall of fame, the entire defense. Wow. It's interesting how much how many times balls gets mentioned in, in these. <laughs> you had big balls, bass, which seems like it'd be harder to kick that way, but small balls, bean. <laughs> I don't know. Lots of balls being thrown around here. (laughs) That's
3: what she said. (laughs) Balls references from the ladies, from the guys, big balls, small balls, medium balls. (laughs) How many balls are too many balls? Like, yeah, I feel like this is a Dr. Seuss book. Um, Yeah. (laughs) like you're right. Coach Todd, Toddzilla, Baronek Sr. writes, Wall of Shame, The Offense. Josh Allen, the O-line, and Special Teams penalties. There were a lot of special teams penalties. Wall of Fame, the defense didn't allow a touchdown. The Gettysburg, ooh, Gettysburg, we didn't do those. Gettysburg, he writes, Josh Allen, INT on Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely a uh who, who was the Mike you're our resident, uh American history. Who was the who is the general of uh In the Battle of Gettysburg. Was it uh, General Sherman or something like that? General Sherman defeats General Sherman in the Battle of Gettysburg. Like that's the essential. That's what it could. Anyway. Um, (laughs) uh, Sweet Sassy Molassi play of the game. Nothing. They did nothing all game.
2: (laughs) He clearly didn't see that field goal. (laughs)
4: Thank you. Thank you. Indication on saying nothing. Thank you very much. He didn't see the field goal or the Levi Wallace
3: fumble recovery or whatever Mike said. (laughs) But he does agree with Josh. John. John. One of your six burner accounts, I think you said that you have. (laughs) Coach Todd. That's a good burner account name for you. I would have never thought Coach Todd would be John. (laughs) Yeah. The picture. You got a good picture, too. Wherever you stole that picture from, definitely not you. See? It's Coach Todd. Looks nothing like John. Jacked. Former varsity <laughs> <laughs> former varsity defensive coordinator and throws coach at Colony Heights. Wow. You got a good backstory, too. You didn't. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I figure if John did a, a burner account, it would just be like, go Bills. <laughs> like, that would be it. <laughs> and here it's like, it's really specific. It would probably be not John. <laughs> not John. <laughs> Not the not John from CTW. <laughs> Jason Statham writes. I love how Jason Statham is a part of the program. We're a big fan of your work, Jason. Hey, guys, how you doing? hey good. How are you? Good. Uh Wall of Fame. Uh Poyer tackles hard every game. Also Diggs did what he could in the second half. Wall of Shame, everything else. The refs, the O-line, the refs, Dable, the refs. Cody Ford, the refs, CBS, and the refs. Just a nightmare game to watch. <laughs> Just had some uh, some friendly folks over here at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago stop by. Just saying hi as they're walking through. Very nice group. Very friendly crowd. Shout out to Eddie and uh, Joe for helping us out today and setting everything up and uh, having us come visit. This was a very fun time. So now, this is interesting. This isn't a wall of fame, wall of shame. This is just a tweet under the wall of fame and wall of shame section, which maybe Keith didn't know, but he's learning. So we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He says, We are a good team, sometimes a very good team, but we are not yet a great team. Today was a huge reality check. How we come out and play next week on the back of this very poor result will tell us an awful lot about our team. No doubt this is a setback, but still, but we still lead our division. Oh. Uh, I feel like that's a good tweet to end this
2: on. The only saving grace that I have in my mind right now is the fact that the Jets are terrible. Mm-hmm. And the only real thing we have to worry about is the Patriots. Yeah, And, uh, you know, that's that's my concern because, you know, overall, the season I feel like will be okay just so long as some weird stuff doesn't happen in the division. But what's funny is we mentioned this on the way here. The Jets beat, like, the, their two wins <laughs> were
3: against, like, the Titans and the Bengals. Those aren't terrible teams. Uh, they're not amazing teams, but they're you know, they're decent teams. Like, there's a chance that the Jets could possibly pull one off on the Buffalo Bills. I mean, would you completely
2: write it off? I don't completely write it off, but I think it's. Uh, I think the Bills go into the the divisional games with a, a little bit different. I think all all divisional teams usually go into their those types of games with a little more intensity, and, and that's why a lot of times, no matter if it is a terrible team you're playing they sometimes play better because it is you know those rivalries and and uh so i i I think it's something that we have to watch i mean Mm -hmm. it's it's concerning uh but i am more concerned about about the patriots because they're not looking awful my money's on the jets next week (laughs) wow really
3: well this was supposed to be the cake game out of the three game stretch right between the dolphins the jaguars and the jets i would have thought the jaguars would be the easiest to be wouldn't you i mean i just was thinking that out loud but um Obviously not today, and they'll, they'll probably do okay against the Jets. But John's not buying it. Mike, we'll see. Do you feel confident about the game against the Jets? Because I don't, I don't feel terrible about it, but I feel a lot less confident than I did. I was just hoping. I, I was talking with you guys, you know, halfway through the fourth quarter, I'd be like, I, I don't care if they win nine to six. I don't care. I just want them to win. I don't care how they come out of this. Uh, you know, I'll feel a little bit less happy about the game. But if you still come out with a W, it's still, you know, <laughs> they just couldn't figure it out in the last uh, last series of the game, which normally Josh Allen, king of the fourth, man, that's when he comes uh, comes alive, and he did
2: not. I think the biggest concern is the injuries. You know, what are the injuries going to do for, you know, how does that affect next week and how does that affect things going forward? And, and uh, you know, hopefully they can get healthy quick and get back on track. Yeah, hopefully we can get, um, yeah, all, all the guys back that we lost this week and then possibly
3: – thank God Trey White came back. But, like, I mean, there was just a lot of injuries. You're talking Dawson Knox was out too. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was – <laughs> there was – I had – we had so many responses for the Wall of Fames and Wall of Shame. Thank you guys all so much for, for joining in and uh can definitely tell uh, a lot of you put in some uh, – a lot of effort. Um I'll read a couple more real quick before before we uh, we end the segment. Wall of Steph writes in, she says, "Wall of Shame, nearly the entire Bills team because it was a 360 failure in all three phases. Bad game plan, terrible officiating. Wall of Fame, Tyler Bass. I'd add Josh Allen, but I wouldn't mean the one wearing the Bills logo." Oh, snap, Steph! Oh my God! Wow. Okay, all right. She's uh, <laughs> bringing the heat. Jeez. Five fire emojis for Steph. Holding out hope for the rest of the season, but this one was tough and discouraging. Absolutely. All right, we'll end it with Mike Graham. Mike writes, Wall of shame, bean for being blind as these fucking refs and not seeing that our O-line can't block a napkin. Wall of fabe, our defense only allowing nine points, even though our O-line kept causing us to lose the damn ball. Protect our franchise quarterback. Didn't think it was that hard to figure out. One more thing, he writes. Our offensive line is a joke. Hold tryouts tomorrow. And I think with that, we'll end our Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers segment brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Um, Jeez, I mean, is there... This is just a rough game. It sucked. I mean, even good teams, even the Patriots in their Super Bowl runs would lose to bad teams. It's just the way it works. I don't know how much we really get hung up on this. Um, This doesn't feel like a Patriots team from the Super Bowl era, but, you know, uh, not saying it's going to – I mean, is there anything else that you guys want to add to this segment? Mike, do you have a joke of the game or we're not doing that tonight? It's okay. Um, Is there anything else you guys want to add as far as this game, this game script, the way that things – uh, ended the way that you view the rest of the season or anything like that?
5: I would say moving forward, um, it's nice <laughs> they have a lower t- tier team next week, so hopefully we can get back on track. After t- today, taking into account the loss, they still have a 90% chance to make the playoffs, a 77% chance to win the division, and a 9% chance to win the Super Bowl. So, I mean, Did would they we a- take that in the beginning of the season?
3: I, I, I like the – 51% chance of winning the Super Bowl. That's my favorite. <laughs> is that just to go to the Super Bowl or you said win it? That was to win. To win. Okay, okay. Is there is there odds for like the first overall seed in the AFC cuz that's what I would feel much better with that. What about you guys cuz I know that that's where you
2: get the I mean the buy is just I mean it's huge. I would say in the in the words of uh, Han Solo, never tell me the odds. Mm. Because I as we've proven with our bets today <laughs> across the NFL <laughs> Uh, the odds were not in our favor, and uh, we clearly don't know how to read them. <laughs>
3: you think we cashed out on one of those tickets? I don't think we did. <laughs> one of those, hopefully one, maybe two. No, maybe one, maybe zero. <laughs> Why did we keep doubling down on the bills? <laughs> <laughs> 14.5 points seemed low at the time.
5: <laughs> and then seven. And seven. Then three. yeah. Five. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, because you can look at live, like in-game uh, betting, like during
2: the game. Because for people who totally don't have a problem with betting,
3: <laughs> you could put in like infinite amounts of bets during the same during the course of a game with completely different odds, and then yeah, just go for there. Did so. you
2: figure out how to use your credit card to uh, to fund all those bets? Oh no, no, no! Nope. It's the only <laughs> thing saving you today.
3: <laughs> I'd be like, oh, excuse me, guys, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> I haven't seen John Nate for like forty-five minutes. I wonder where he went. <laughs> All right. So no, this was this was a lot of fun. Thanks thanks to you guys for coming out and doing this with us. For first time, first time ever CTW has had four people on a podcast. And, uh, it went a lot better than I thought it would be. Nobody was talking over each other. This was nice. I knew exactly who it was. This was this was fun. This was fun. Thank you guys for doing this. Thank you to the nice folks over here at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago for hosting us, for having us here, um, and, uh, and giving us the, the five star treatment. We really appreciate that. Um, so this was fun. Uh, obviously not as fun as it would have been had the Bills actually freaking won, but it's okay. We'll do with what we can. Uh, and we'll hope for next week that by the end of that we're talking about a Bills victory so signing off Nick I'll start with you do you know our signature sign off go Bills go
4: Bills for John maybe next year I guess (laughs) (laughs) for Mike
5: I had fun we'll have fun again next week can't we
3: yep and for me Nate go Bills we'll talk to you guys again next week hopefully we're talking victory over the Jets we'll talk to you guys soon bye Buffalo
1: stand up, it's the Mafia, <laughs> uh, it's a Bill City, yeah, a Buffalo Bill City, yo, uh, it's a Bill City, yeah, a Buffalo Bill City, yo, we got Josh Allen, got Step Digs, we got Cole Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not even close. Yeah. Ike McKenzie on a jet sweep. Maybe it's a fake. Honestly, it's a TD either way. When you got Diggs and B's and Gabe Davis. Three-headed single Terry Moss Brader. Who gon' stop us? We the greatest. Forget Mahomes. Forget Kelsey. Forget Hill. Come and replay us. Cause we ready to bash like Boogie. Yeah, we ready. Moving for Cody four. We ready. Kick they bucket up like Ike. Yeah, we ready. Dawson that's with a spike. Are you ready? Season tickets. I'm hype up the team. Ready Buffalo. This is our team forever. Forever. Uh, uh yeah, yeah. Taron Johnson with a pick six. It's just too easy. Don't pass it to Treyway. Please believe me, we got high right behind him and Poya Free. Please don't run up the middle unless you wanna meet a star. Greg Russo can show you what he's about. Trey Edmonds and Matt Milano can't get around them. Our team is grounded over. Oh, yeah. Sebastian like Boogie, yeah, we ready. Moving for Cody 4. We ready, kick they bucket like Ike. Yeah, we ready, Dawson Knox with a spike. Are you ready? Season tickets, some hype up the team ready, Buffalo. This is our team forever.